Lions singing of the national anthem. The over-under is two minutes, nine seconds. I always take the over on these. I mean, do you guys remember Aretha Franklin earlier this year when she sang the national anthem? Remember Lady Gaga last year? That's what I'm saying. These guys always yeah. go so long on the national anthem. But with country artists, they have like a, a short term when they sing. It, it seems like they don't drag out. Unless they go with like vibrato country yeah. style. You know? Well, you know how it is. People, like, even the first part where they'll be like, you know, oh, say, can you say it? They'll be Luke like, Bryan oh, is kind of fast. Yeah. You know, they'll just say, oh, forever. I, I, I'm going to say under. I mean? Really? I'm you're saying under. under on the national I think anthem? it's going to be 157. Mark, you didn't catch my Luke Bryan fast. I, you're not even okay. considering that, uh, you know, he may even just add lyrics to the national anthem. Who knows? Like, <laughs> the first. I, I, you never know. That Lady Gaga went way, way over last year. So you, you, you never really know. I'm saying over. I'm going over. Two minutes over. and nine seconds. Over, huh? Over, All yeah. right. Yeah, I'll go over two. I'll go over two because I, I feel like uh, he's going to, you know, he's going to milk it. Luke, Luke Bryan so. at the Super Bowl. He's going he's gonna to be milk, out there for as the long cow? as possible. He's going to milk the cow? Mm-hmm. Good old country. Good old milk, country. Milk Jose, can you see when I drink my Bud Light? When when I drink truck. my milk. <laughs> <laughs> Cold beer. Blue right. pickup. <laughs> <laughs> Wrangler jeans. <laughs> All right. Uh, and speaking of Wrangler jeans, what will Luke Bryan be wearing oh, while oh, singing the national Blue jeans. It's, it's blue one jeans. to two khakis. blue jeans. Oh, khakis. No. And three to two any other pants or shorts. <laughs> black jeans. Wait, wait. wait, wait He'll wear guy, black wait, jeans. Wait, Luke Bryan. Oh, yeah. Like, that sort of. Of sleek, yeah. uh, like, the, the skinny wait, black jean Bryan, country yeah. style. Luke Bryan is from Nashville, he'll Tennessee. Have his, he'll have his shirt tucked in <laughs> He's with his <laughs> gut hanging out. With he doesn't have a gut. With a cowboy hat. With the yeah. He's just a real American boy. He's American. from Tennessee. You can bet your ass he's going to be wearing jeans. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah. he's not fat. Though. He's going to wear some cowboy boots, too. Oh, he'll have cowboy boots on. You know that. This is Houston, Texas Super Bowl. And you better wish that Peyton Manning was in the Super Bowl. And you know that those blue jeans going to be out there for the national anthem. Blue <laughs> jeans, national pants of America. So this blue one's unanimous, right? This, so this one's <laughs> unanimous for the prop bet. Blue jeans. No. Any other? Good old Are you blue serious, bro? I think we're kidding. No. I think we're having no. the blue jeans. Go on, black jeans. Jean. Black jeans. Watch him come out in a tux. Khakis. <laughs> Speaking jeans. of America, guys, how many times will Trump be said on TV during the broadcast? Over. Over under is one and a half Over. times. Over. Zero. Over. I don't think, uh, I mean. We're going to mention it uh, with Tom Brady. I don't think I'll Joe, say I don't one. Think, I don't think Joe Buck is going to talk it's about under. it. I think it will be mentioned one time. Joe Buck yeah. will mention him because they have like the same kind of hair. I, I don't think Joe Buck is going to talk politics. Yeah, I, I think Trump they're going to stare away from yeah, politics. I, I think they're going to. Uh, it's just a lightning rod, so you'd be dumb to bring it up if you're a broadcaster in Over. this one. Oh, it's yeah, too much. Is it on Fox? It is. Uh, on it Fox. is on Fox. Well, I mean, over. there's a connection. I think well, it might yeah, be. Yeah, you might be right about that. I, know, I feel like Joe Buck is pumping up Trump. <laughs> hey, you never know. There could be like like, like a read sheet in front of him, and he has to say Donald Trump's name. Yeah, sure, maybe, True. maybe, maybe, wait, 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 maybe question. Bill O'Reilly will conduct the post game interview. When we're too. talking about when we're talking about Trump being mentioned in this prop bet, are we talking about strictly the game broadcast, yes. or are we talking no, about how like many times will Trump be said during the broadcast? So that includes like a sit down with Tom Brady before no, the no, game no, starts. No, no, it's it's all during, Andrews. during the broadcast. Oh, zero, zero. They're not going to talk Trump during the broadcast. I don't think so. Think but uh, this is something that'll d almost certainly go over. How many times will Deflate or Deflate Gate be said on TV during the broadcast? Over under one and a half times. Once. Over. That's over. going over. way over. No, They're going to say wrong. Deflate or Deflate Gate roughly five to ten times. Uh, if, if if Tom Brady's picked off, uh, I can I, I can be sure as soon Joe as Buck will Patriots be like, hopes oh. have been deflated. <laughs> not, yeah. not, not even. As soon as Brady comes on the field, Tom Brady, 
uh, suspended four games yeah. the beginning of the season for the Deflate Gate sta- scandal. Uh, where he deflated football. Okay. <laughs> where he deflated right, football. Yeah. Boom, you're done. Okay, it's yeah. be the first thing okay. that gets mentioned. If it's if it's in two sentences, I'll agree with you. But if it's you know deflate gate one and then deflating the footballs like later on in the game, I think that will happen. I I, I mean I see that happen. I'll say I, two oh, I actually. Too. I I'll mean it's a whole broadcast. They could mention it during halftime. They could mention it whatever. I'll say two. All right. How many times will Matty Ice be said during the TV oh, broadcast? Like five over times. under is two. Joe over Buck. Is two over. Yeah. Joe over. Buck loves. That Matty Ice. Yeah, they're going to be dropping Matty Ices everywhere. Yeah, I'd, say, I'd say over on Matty Ice. Troy Aikman, especially, too. How many times will Gis- Giselle Bunchen be shown on TV during the live broadcast? I don't think I'm going to go under. Uh, wait, what's the over? It's one, one and, and a half, half right? I'm going to go under. Usually they'll show Kraft. Like, every like uh, game you see Kraft like twice. Yeah, you never really see Giselle. You, you never, they never really show Giselle. And she's in, the, she's yeah. in the box half the time, but they'll they never sco- show her. They'll scope her out. I'm going over. I'll say once. Over wait, the over under is one and a half uh, under. Yeah, I'll say one. Yeah, I go under on that. I don't think that she's usually on TV. Will no. will the phrase Houston, we have a problem, be said on TV? I will stop watching Fox during the live broadcast. <laughs> no, a, it's five to two. Yes, one to four. No, I'll say two two times. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say what Houston, we have a problem. They're gonna say that twice in the same game. Yeah, if Houston throw, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. If Houston, what? But, but Houston's Houston, not playing. But Houston's no. not even playing. The game is in Houston. It's not going to be said. No. Yeah, but what if they like cut to uh, like a clip of NASA just because? Why? Because they're, be they're in Houston. They'll be here horrible. We, here we Houston are down in Houston. It's the home of NASA. You can see inside the control room. Why right would here. you say Houston? We have a problem there. Because what if someone in the control room says it? That doesn't count. No, no, no. Well, and no. Joe it's Buck. Why not? That's the phrase. Will be said on TV during the live broadcast? Yeah, could not when someone else says it. I'm telling you, it has to be Joe Buck or Aaron. Gonna cut to a quick or clip from NASA yeah. at some point, and right there, well, yes, but right there at the end of that count clip, as the live right, right there at the end of that clip, <laughs> Joe Buck's gonna come back and go, yeah, "Houston, we've got a problem." <laughs> yeah, because Joe oh, Buck's if, so. If, if he does, I will, I will literally go to Houston. You'll see a sign, Joe Buck. You'll see a sign like, too. No. You will not. You'll, you'll see a sign. Too. I'll just say, go it's up to the say, No, it's gonna say. There's gonna be a sign at the end. It's gonna say, "Houston, we have our problem." You're Donald, probably right. Donald Trump is president. That's or, uh, that well, could yeah, be a but that's sign. All, that's, or Tom Brady's the flame. He would footballs. have to. He would have to read that then. Yeah, true. Yeah, but he could read it. All, all right, right. What's uh, the next problem? Uh, who will be the Super Bowl MVP's first mention? Will it be God, his teammates, coach, family, owner, Donald Trump? Or doesn't mention anyone above. I don't even know how Trump is on this. Uh, well, because they're it's, assuming it's going to be Brady. It's twenty to one, Trump. They're so go- I mean, they're going to mention God is two to one. He's God's got the most likely mention. Doesn't mention anyone above. I think Roger Goodell is mentioned. Uh, I'm going to go with team or teammates. I think that's typically the go-to. Is like I just want to thank my teammates, and then they'll go my family, the owners, my coaches. But I think the I first, the first one's always God. God, God's usually first, yeah. man. Well, go, I mean, I don't know. I, there's I'll not a lot Brady. of. I mean, I know there's a lot of religious players. There but, are. There uh, yeah, of course. But I don't know if God's necessarily going to be the first one. Well, he I, usually I think is. Brady's going to win MVP, so I think Brady will give. Yeah, I've never heard Brady praise God. No, but I. I <laughs> he does every single time. We don't know how religious Brady is, Tom Brady, Brady is. is. a downright anti-Semite, all right? Let's just face facts here, okay? <laughs> right. No, come on. I, I, I don't know. I can't even remember. I think it would be Coach. I, I think it, uh, after that, Brady I wins, if it's Brady, Coach Belichick and, and these well, teammates. I, I, no, I, I, I think if it's Brady, he's going to thank his teammates he's gonna th- before 
anyone. Look I at think. the AFC Championship game. The first thing he said was, "This is my motivation right, right here." And my then he, point to, he pointed to all his teammates. Right. That's the first thing he said when he accepted the uh, the Lamar Hunt I'll trophy in the AFC Championship up. game. So. I'll say you say Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> Which song will Lady Gaga play first during the halftime show? Ooh, I like this. Oh. Uh, born this way. Pump that up. <laughs> Born This Way is at 9 to 4. Well, everyone's saying that because she's going to make a political statement of some kind, and that makes sure. sense. Yeah, uh, Bad Romance is second on the list. Edge of Glory. Uh, Poker Face what at about 10 Pogo to 1. St- is Pogo Stick on here? No. That song has been sung by no one ever in the history of music. <laughs> Just Dance is at 10 to 1, and then any other song is at 11 to you 10. Hear my any order? other song. You want to hear my order? It's going to go Edge of Glory. Because it's the Super Bowl, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, just dance to get the the crowd going, and then she caps it off with "Born This Way" in like a, yeah, might a be message. Right. Okay, so do you think she's gonna have a guest? This I, isn't I, a problem. I, I, yes, I, you, you know what? My uh, you stole the words right out of my mouth. I think she's gonna bring Beyonce back, and she's gonna sing "Telephone." Really? You no. think so? Telephone. Why would they no, do that? Tony Bennett. No, bro, I was going to say, Tony Beyonce Bennett, they just went on tour together, didn't they? No, but Beyonce's been killing it Yeah, in the but Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett together sort of brings that modern it's and like then Bonnie old and school. So I, I, I actually would like to see Tony what, Bennett on you, the stage with her. Wouldn't you go crazy Eminem. if Beyonce showed up and sang Telephone? That would be nuts. If Eminem showed up, I think cool. I think the whole place would that just would blow up. Cool. That'd be awesome. But, but like, think of a rapper, rapper that's from Houston or like an artist that's from Houston because... Maybe she mm. adds a little. Beyonce country. isn't really thinking of anyone from, from is Houston. Beyonce's from Texas. That's oh. not Houston. Maybe. No, no, but I think. Uh, yes, she, it is. She's from the Houston area. Houston's right? in Texas. No, maybe, but what Texas part? But what part of Texas? I don't know what part of Texas. My Beyonce's goodness. From. But maybe, <laughs> maybe she adds a little country twang to it. Maybe, maybe. You know, she could add like a country Luke artist in the mix. Oh, she is from Houston. Beyonce Whoa. is from Houston, Texas. Wow. Oh, there you go. That so, might be it. So that might be it right there. Telephone. I'm calling it right now. Lady Gaga with Beyonce singing telephone. All right. Beyonce's uh, pregnant. Oh, crap. You're right. <laughs> you yeah. idiot. That's that, <laughs> hey. She's eliminated. Hey, that's yeah, not, she, that hey. may not stop her from performing. Twins. Hey. Bring, Twins. Bring out a chair for her. She can just sit there and say. <laughs> yeah, to the left, to the left. Hey, as hey, as hey, a Brian, baby moves Brian, to the right, you, to the right. Brian, have you seen the music video? They're sitting in a car. So maybe that's how they do it. Beyonce's just sitting there. That'd be boring. Yeah, yeah that Boo! would be boring. I don't like this idea. I just guys. Like, I like the fact that <laughs> she's I'm pretty well, sure she's like too far along. Guys, what will the first offensive play be of the game? A run or a pass? Run. Pass. I think you got two elite offenses. It's going to be pass. pass. They're going to pass it. No, the Patriots usually run first, and the Falcons usually run first. Well, the run is favored in Vegas. Give, give me right, well, pass. Be. I think I'll it's going to be a pass play. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, will either team score in the first six and a half minutes? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes is favored, and I believe that is correct. That should be higher. If the Patriots get the football first, though, they might just eat up seven to eight minutes of clock. Yeah, that's we'll true. see. We'll see. True. Uh, will there be? And this is one of my favorites, just because of the implications. Will there be a missed extra point? Yes. No. Yes. No. We're indoors. We're indoors. I think Matt Bryant and Steven Gostowski got this. I time. think one's blocked. Ooh. Which counts as a miss. Mm. We're talking extra point, not field goal. Yeah, extra you point. can block extra an extra point. point. No, I, I understand. I'm just saying. We're, no, no, no. I'm, no, no. You're misunderstanding me. I'm just saying. We're why, not talking about missing. Just clear, he was clearing it I'm up. I'm just even, saying. Even like, though I said it in the question. Right, even though it didn't matter. <laughs> it's clear here. It's I an know. extra point. I know you can block an extra point. Yeah. Relax, relax there, So Brian. then why did you bring up field goals? I'm just saying that it's not going to be like a missed 50-yard field guys, goal. It's gonna guys, be like guys, guys, guys. Right, here are some fun ones while we wrap this segment up. It's been a train wreck, I feel like. Julio Jones receiving yards. Versus the Boston Celtics points Ooh, scored like scored against the Clippers. Ooh. So will Julio Jones have more receiving yards than the Celtics do points the against under? the Clippers tomorrow? 
Uh, dude, Julio Jones receiving yards. Yeah, but which is more or less than Boston it's Celtics points question. against the, the Clippers? I'm it's just a more. who gets more bet. Well, yeah, but there should be. There's a, no favor. There's no uh, it's it's who gonna, gets more. No, it's a. I forget what the type of bet is called. It's not necessarily a prop bet, but it's uh, it's it, there's no odds against Boston it. Celtics points versus the Clippers. I'm gonna go Julio Jones. This is a guy that had 300 yards receiving in I'll one game Julio. this year. Yeah, it's against I'll Carolina. Was it against Carolina? Yeah, 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 yeah that's not Carolina. Carolina Still, secondary Brian, I don't care. It's hard to do. Okay, well, 300 yards receiving in a game. I think the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, you got to think of it that was from all, the Celtics yeah, side. You're right. Here's the thing about the Clippers. They're not really that good on defense. Right. DeAndre Jordan can block shots. Celtics are gonna put up a buck twenty on them. Yeah. I think that I'll the Celtics. Celtics. I, I think say Celtics. Celtics. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, final one here. Lady Gaga's hair color during the halftime show. I'm the going favorite. Purple. The favorite is blonde or yellow. At the purple. very bottom, Brian. If you bet on that, you would win a ton of money if you were right because it's plus two thousand. Going for purple. purple. Way going down purple. the bottom. Put blonde. away your mouse. Blonde. Just put one dollar on it. Get uh, two thousand. <laughs> she's not going to go blonde or yellow. Say That's red. too simple. I'll go red. I, yeah, I think I, she's going to go simple. I think it's going to be blonde. No you know other? what? I think it's going to be a mix of all these colors. Ooh. Ooh. Be like then a, who wins? A little blue, a little pink. That, probably everyone. Oh, unless she makes a statement. Could it go like half rainbow. black, half white? Or, or maybe she goes rainbow, rainbow to make a statement. If she wants to go all out with the statement, do it. Yeah. With the just, rainbow color? Yeah. Do, yeah. do all of them? Considering <laughs> what's going on in our country right now, why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to make a statement at the Super Bowl halftime show, that's Shave what you it do. bald. I'll say red. <laughs> I'll say red. That would make a stop. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have our pick. We have to make our pick. Oh, I'm sorry. I was wrapping up, Brian. What's our pick? Uh, well, I, I, well, I'm going oh, with the Patriots. Oh. No, I'm saying, what are our who's, picks? One of our, what are our picks? There's only <laughs> one game. Wait, we're doing the picks this segment? I wasn't aware, but okay. I mean, there's no we're other segment dedicated to it. Check the records. Our preparation has been fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> there's no other segment. Okay, all right, fine. Unless you want to do it in well, the let's last go on, Let's go on our normal picks order, then. No, introduce the records. Who's who's winning? Who's losing? Let's all go. right, Marks in first with 66.3%. Right. You just wanted to hear that. Uh, no, I'm, I'm doing bad. Is second... With 65.34%. Uh-oh. I'm in behind. third with 66.16%. Nice. Mm-hmm. And Dave is in fourth at 63.5%. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So so the pick is Patriots uh, versus Falcons. Yeah. Winner. Of course. Yeah. Negative, Final game of the year. Negative three is the point spread. Yep. Okay. For the Patriots. Yep. And 60 points is the total points yep. over mm-hmm. under. Okay, so I'm going to go over. I think it's going to be an absolute shootout. I'm going to go Patriots win, and they cover the spread. Patriots, Patriots, over. I'll say uh, Patriots, it's going to be 31-27, so I'm going to go over. And, uh, I mean, under, right? 31-27, that's just under. Yeah. It's 60, really? The over-under is 60, huh? Yeah. Wow. That's the highest ever in the Super Bowl. Doesn't shock me that it is. And I am Patriots, Patriots, under. So me and Mark are the same. Okay. You are. Yeah, I'm going over. Okay. All right. Well, that wraps up a dumpster fire of a segment there. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, <laughs> very well produced. Very convoluted. <laughs> yeah. Totally. But it was fun. It hey. Was fun. Oh, we always love doing I our produced our, it. Uh, well. You guys did not execute bets. on the on the takes. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's a prop bet segment. Who cares? It's a fun we, segment. We had bad romance. We needed to take a breather from the X's and O's. All right. When we come back, uh, Jim Harbaugh had some high praise for Tom Brady this week. He called Brady the greatest football player of all time. Not quarterback, football player. We will react to that after this. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted... 
We can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? <laughs> It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? GreenerGadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. Did you know there are medical grants available for families struggling with child health-related expenses? The United Healthcare Children's Foundation is currently seeking grant applications from families in need of financial assistance to help pay for their child's health care treatment, services, or equipment not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance plan. Grants are often used to pay for medical services and equipment such as physical, occupational, and speech therapy, counseling services, surgeries, prescriptions, wheelchairs, orthotics, eyeglasses, and hearing aids. Parents and legal guardians may apply for grants up to $5,000 at www.uhccf.org. That's www.uhccf.org. To be eligible for grants, children must be 16 years of age or younger, families must meet economic guidelines, reside in the United States, and have a commercial health insurance plan. Families do not need to have insurance to United Healthcare to be eligible. Last year, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation awarded medical grants to more than 2,000 children. This has been a public service message from the United Healthcare Children's Foundation. Stress. It can make your heart race, your head pound, and your stomach churn. While a little stress can be a good thing and even help you perform under pressure, too much stress can be bad for your health, causing headaches, stomach pain, trouble sleeping, and even a weakened immune system. In the United States, it's estimated that up to 90% of visits to primary care doctors are due to stress-related health problems. It's hard to avoid stress altogether, but there are steps you can take to manage it. During National Stress Awareness Month in April, visit optum.com stress for more information about how to prevent stress from getting the better of you, including stress first aid techniques you can do in the moment when you're feeling stressed, and stress prevention techniques to help change the way you approach and think about certain situations. To learn more, visit optum.com stress. That's O-P-T-U-M dot com slash stress. A public service message from this station. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Patriots will meet the Atlanta Falcons in Super Bowl 51 tomorrow evening. The Falcons may be without their Pro Bowl center, Alex Mack, who was a limited participant in practice all week. He and Julio Jones were removed from the injury report. Dwight Freeney did not participate Thursday, though he's expected to be ready to go as well. For the Patriots, several players are listed as questionable, but they are expected to play Martellus Bennett, Chris Hogan, Malcolm Mitchell, Nate Abner, Dante Hightower, and Allen Branch among those on the injury report. For New England, it will be an NFL franchise record-setting ninth appearance in the big game. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick will be going for their fifth Super Bowl rings. Kickoff from NRG Stadium in Houston tomorrow is at 6.30. You can catch the game on Fox. The Celtics topped the Lakers last night, 113-107. Isaiah Thomas continues his hot streak after being voted the Eastern Conference's Player of the Month of January. He had a game-high 38 points in the victory. The Green will take on the Clippers tomorrow at the Garden. Tip-off 
is at 2 o'clock, and the Bruins will look to bounce back after a loss to Washington on Wednesday night. They take on the Maple Leafs tonight at 7 at TD Garden. This Sports Center update is brought to you by Budweiser. This Bud's for you. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. The Sports Blast. It may not mean nothing to y'all. Understand nothing was done for me. So I don't plan on stopping at all. I want it forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine. Shutting down in the mall. It's selling there, girl, she the one for me. And I ain't even planning to call. I want it forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine. Last name ever, first name greatest, like a sprained ankle boy. Very appropriate song choice, considering that we're talking about Tom Brady. And, you know, one thing that tends to come up during big games like this one is the legacy of players. And we've already said on numerous occasions, this has been established. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. That became official after Super Bowl 49. I think so. But Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh took it a step further the other day. He was talking to the media, and he didn't say Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. He called him the greatest football player of all time. Mm. Agree or disagree? Mm, not yet. I don't agree yet. Uh, that's not what you were saying last he, night. Uh, I said, <laughs> and I quote, if he wins tomorrow, then yes, he's got to win. Sunday. Hands down. He's got to win. Yeah. Got to win. Absolutely. He's the, he's the best player at the most vital position in the game. Sure. I. But if he wins a fifth... Yeah, I'll consider him the greatest football player of all time, and I'll stop talking about him with regards to football players, and I'll start talking about him with regards to the best players at their given sport, like Jordan, like Gretzky, Bobby Orr, uh, you know, uh, the greats, the best of the best, Babe Ruth, all those guys. That's the conversation after the fact. I think, you know, a fifth Super Bowl ring would legitimize the conversation. But it would end I, the conversation. No, I, I think, look, I think one conversation that's already been ended is, is he the greatest quarterback of all time? And I think that's sure. yes. But I, I think it's tough to compare between eras and between positions because how do you just pick one guy in a sport where you have wide receivers, linebackers, running backs, quarterbacks? You would look at Jerry Rice and say he is the greatest receiver of all time. You would yeah. look at Jim Brown and say he is probably the greatest running back of all time. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Taylor is the greatest linebacker of all time. Yep. How do you look at one guy in a sport filled with so many different positions over so many different eras and say he is without a doubt the greatest football player of all time? It's really yeah. hard to do that. Championship. It's, it's really like, hard to do that. That's like saying no. Ashish Sharma is the greatest radio host of all time. But see, I don't but know, know but how it's like that at all, sports radio talk I, really shows. I have no idea how but it's like that. that's different because we all do the same thing. We're all sports radio talk shows. It's way well, different. Hold on. <laughs> to today's point when it comes... Right, because it's not true. When it comes down, oh. to, when it comes down to championships, right... It's more like comparing Bill Russell to uh, Tom Brady. And Bill Russell isn't the best of all time. Michael sure. Jordan is because of the different accolades and his yep. unstoppableness. It's it's and why, that's why same with uh, with uh, Beliveau there, the Canadians player who won ten, uh, ten Stanley Cups. We, we still consider Gretzky the greatest of all time. Right, so that's where I stand. I, I think Brady is um, the best player of all time for mm-hmm. football. Only because look how important a quarterback position is. Absolutely, on a team. that's the difference. And he's also put up the numbers. 
Yeah. Not only is the position important, but he's actually put up numbers. But going back to uh, Ashish's point, I agree with him, though, because back in the day when you had Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders, you know, Walter Payton, there wasn't that great of a quarterback um, group. So it was hard to evaluate quarterbacks back then. And now since it's growing into a quarterback-driven league. Right, and the rules are geared toward keeping the quarterback protected, too. Well, yeah, yeah but there's but, also rules in place now that gear every team to have to have a ton of turnover on their other players if you want to keep the quarterback. Right. I, I, I'm saying look past the accolades, okay? I think accolades are great. Don't, don't get, get me wrong, especially championships. But when it comes down to ha- being the best at your position mm-hmm. with dominance, with clutch, and with such um, purity to your game, you know, Michael Jordan-esque, you know, um, you, know you, you look at Ted Williams or, you know, Babe Ruth, you, you got to look at that. You got to say that Tom Brady is amongst the best, maybe even the best player of yep. all See, time. I, I think he's, on, he's, he's on the Mount Rushmore of greatest players at their given sport. I think sport. the only sport... Where if can, he wins. I, I think the only sport where you can definitively look at one guy and say he is the greatest of all time, period, in terms of being a player, it's basketball. Because they all do the same thing. They all play offense, they all play defense, right? I mean, yeah, they have different positions, but, but for the LeBron's most part, they're all... making the case. Right, and, and right now it's Michael Jordan. But my overall point is, well, how, then, do you, how do you look at Tom Brady, guys, and then look at Jerry Rice and say, who's better? Well, how it's, do you know? it's simple. How do you it's, know? It's they're, simple. They're two completely different you, you positions. You can't compare the positions, obviously. I mean, uh, that's, like saying, p- compla- that's like saying Brady can't be better than Brown because Brown was clearly a better athlete. I mean, can we even make the argument? Well, Jim Brown's probably the greatest athlete, you know. That that's what that's what I'm Bo saying. Jackson Brady's right. not even an athletic person, he's but not. he's barely athletic enough to right. run around. So, <laughs> like, so yeah. I, you can't compare the two positions. You can compare their um, dominance at their position well, during and, that era and how much they carried their teams. Right. When we talk about Jordan, he brought those Bulls teams in the '90s to six championships. Pretty much single-handedly. To I know the we next had help. Oh, whoa, I know whoa, we had whoa, help, whoa, but whoa. hold on, because you guys know as well as I do. Once you have that guy in the NBA, it is not that hard to win a championship. Right? They, the Bulls had the guy. Mm-hmm. They had Jordan, right. who turned out to be probably the best player of all time in the, basketball. Now the Cavs have agree. that guy in LeBron. To that point, hold on, hold on, wait. Single-handedly, Dave, come on, you're better than that. Uh no, I'm not, because without Jordan, That's what they don't the NBA win. is. They don't win without Jordan. When Jordan retired the first time, Pippen took them the Eastern Conference Finals, and they. And, and, so, and then what happened? What? The, did they make the, the championship? Eastern Conference what? Finals, you said? What? Listen, I, I grew up, and I, you guys know better than anyone, I grew up idolizing Michael Jordan. I'd be the first one to tell you, okay. though, that he had help. Now we're digressing. He had but. helpers, okay? He did. He had, he had his assistants in getting to the championships. But without Jordan, you take Jordan off those teams, they don't have a single championship. But to, yeah. End of discussion. To, today's take point, Pippen though, off those teams, they don't have a single championship. Well, I disagree with that yeah, statement. I disagree. Because Pippen was on all six. Hold on, though. To, to today's point, you know, Brady makes all the players around him better. And that's exactly what Michael Jordan did. So, it, I mean, Scottie Pippen, yes, he was a class act. You know, a great talent coming out of college. You had Anthony Hardway, the, the same kind of upbringing, I felt. If you, you you swap Anthony Hardway with Scottie Pippen, I still think that you know Chicago Bulls win, of course. But you looking at the big picture here, Michael Jordan made all of his teammates better, and Phil Jackson actually looks better than what he really is. Okay, so when you look at it, Brady is helping Belichick while Belichick's helping Brady. Okay, 
those two are counteracts. They, they they go together. Okay. Well, look, doesn't it? It doesn't it also sort of uh, amplify Brady's stat, status when we're talking about this. That's the what fact, I'm trying the to The fact get that to, yeah. he's never really had that much help around sure. him. Right. Except I mean, for, you're you're talking Gronk about you're talking about Jordan like it's uh, like like Pippen was the guy who Dennis Rodman. Without him, he couldn't have won those championships. Well, Brady's never even had that sort of help. You yeah, never, except for except yeah, you're right. Except for Gronk and and uh, Moss. Well, well he didn't win a championship, win a championship with, with Moss. Yeah, that's a good point. No, yeah. that's a great point. So I mean, and you talk about Gretzky. Those Oilers teams, he had great players around him on the Oilers teams as well. And Gretzky. For what it's worth, like his records are never going to be broken. Right. That's the that's the kind of territory that Brady is entering when it comes to clutch play and playoff performances. Now, when we talk about these greatest players, and this is why I say it's all about championships. So you can't talk about Jim Brown, you can't talk about Jerry Rice or Lawrence Taylor because they're not even at that level with Brady in terms of championships. Joe Montana. But when you talk about uh, well, Montana is there. And well, I, well Rice, I, Rice has four, so he's on the same level in terms of championships. Uh, but when you talk about Jordan, who has six, Gretzky, who has four, uh, Ruth had, uh, what, seven uh, championships, I believe. They, they were the best of the best, and they are considered the best of the best because they won championships, and, and they carried their teams. Yeah, correction, so when you're talk- for Rice, sorry. When you're talking about Brady's regular season uh, records and his stats in the regular season. Uh, we now, we, while we know that combined playoff and regular season, he is the winningest quarterback of all time. More wins than anyone. Two hundred and seven. Peyton yep. Manning is second with two hundred. All right, he's fourth in completed passes. He could break that record if he's around for the next five years. Uh, fourth in passing yards. Fourth in touchdowns. Third in game-winning drives. And second in fourth quarter comebacks. But that's the regular season. When we talk about his postseason statistics, this is where Brady separates himself from every other football player who has ever played the game. Brady in the postseason. He's first in postseason completed passes. He's first in postseason yards passed for. Watch. He's first in postseason touchdowns with 61. And the next closest is Montana with 45. So he's got that by a long shot. First in wins. He's first in game-winning drives. He's first in postseason fourth-quarter comebacks. And he's tied in with first uh, with Montana for Super Bowl MVPs with three of them. He is the best postseason performer in league history, which makes him the greatest player Especially if he wins this fifth one and is and, and does it, it's case close. And, and that's it. MVP. No one's won yeah. five. Yeah. No one's won five. But when you look no, at no, other... no, no, uh, Charles Haley, he's the only other guy that who, has five. Uh, like what? And who is that? I don't even know who that is. Yeah, are he's, you? He's a defensive are you player. Sure about okay, that? he's on defense. One hundred percent sure about that. Again, I've you, never heard that. I, again, he has this five is Super Bowl the, rings. the most vital position in football. The quarterback about... position. That is why Brady gets elevated above these defensive players or even a Jerry Rice who's a wide receiver. You hit the nail on the head because when you look at basketball, okay, you kind of go by a shooting guard or a small forward as being one of the best of all time, okay? When, when you look at hockey, it's usually a forward or a center. It's always somebody that puts production on the board, right? Yeah. You know, baseball is different because pitchers are immensely huge, in a game, that they're the quarterback of a game. Well, so I, I was I just gonna say, you know that that phrase that we refer to in any other sport. You know, if it's hockey, if it's basketball, you know, you got five players on the ice, five players on the court. There's one guy. What do you call him? He's the quarterback of this unit. Right. 
It's because football, unlike any other sport, has this one position, the quarterback position, that literally drives everything that happens in the game. It's the most vital position in all of sports, let alone football. I, I think Joe Mont I, I think it's one A, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, one B for the greatest of all time in the NFL history. Okay? In terms of being a player, not a or a quarterback. What are you talking about? In, in terms of the greatest player of all time, okay, in the NFL history. I think you gotta go with quarterbacks. But I, I go Brady if he wins tomorrow and cases close. I think it's still Brady, well, then, but, but yeah, if he wins tomorrow, the, it's not even a, a question. Charlie just Bailey on your list? Well, just, no. <laughs> well, no, just going back to Mark's argument, if you're saying that Tom Brady's 1A and Joe Montana's 1B, wouldn't you say that he doesn't even need the fifth one because we already consider him better than Montana? Well, when and you look Montana's at the post-season stats, loses, yeah. yeah. If he loses another one, that's when you bring in, you know, the LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. Yeah. Right? But but so he's already, you, you in compare. my mind, in all our minds, he's already passed Joe Montana for greatest quarterback of well, all time. And if you're going to call Joe Montana the second greatest player of all time, then one has to be Brady, right? And that would have happened yes, two right? years ago in the Super Bowl, but my, Super Bowl 49. But my point is, if he loses tomorrow... I think it drops. I think it goes. I don't, so, no, I don't, I don't know. know. I think he's reached a point I, where not like he could he could miss the playoffs for the rest of his career. And it's he'll that argument be of, of it goes back to percentages. Win, yeah, but winning but, percentages. But winning percentages don't matter because Montana is four and zero. He's got a hundred percent winning percentage, but he hasn't been there as many times. So you get to this point seven times if you're Brady. That shouldn't count against him for losing three of those games. He got here more often than Montana did. Because Montana then, lost in the NFC Championship about, game. He lost in the NFC Divisional game a couple years. But then you got to talk about the impact of Bill Belichick. Right? Why? Well, I mean, because, we can have that discussion. We can I mean, have we, that debate. Who we, helped who more? But, but they both helped each other. We've already talked about That's this. That's a fact. But, uh, Mark, I've already told you this, that you can have an all-time great head coach and you can have, have an all-time great player, and the player can put up insane numbers but never win anything, and the coach can coach his team to the championship game of the Super Bowl every year and not win. But when you put those two together, that's when you have something special Absolutely. like Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And not to mention, if you really want to go down that road and say who helped who more, I'm sorry, but Brady helped Belichick more because Belichick's only able to shift his roster around the way he does. Oh, we got a, we got uh, uh, Richard Seymour, who's been lights out for us, but we can get rid of him. You know why? We got Tom Brady. We got a cornerback in Darrell Reeves who just helped us win a Super Bowl, fine. We're going to ship him off but, to New York. But who, Why? We have Tom Brady. who believed in make... Tom Brady to pick him that late? Dude, no one believed in Tom Brady. That's Bill, the story of Tom Brady. Bill no Belichick. one ever believed in him. Oh, you can't him. say that they, they believed in lucky. him. They, they got lucky. They got him so they had a horseshoe stuck up their ass when it came to him. getting Tom Brady. Best, okay? best player in the league, yeah. Tom Belichick. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'm telling you, because Belichick can't do what he does. He can't make the roster moves he's been able to make to make this team consistently great for but the past Brady, 17 years without Tom Brady. Exactly. You, I mean, put, but, you put Brady at like the Cincinnati Bengals or the Cleveland Browns. He still has a championship. He, he Mark, has one. Mark, in the year 2000, uh, with Drew Bledsoe. I don't know if Belichick has any without Brady. The 2000. Not on the really Bengals. Don't. He wouldn't no, win with, on the no, Bengals. No, with Drew Bledsoe in 2000, the year before uh, Brady took over the, as the starter, the Patriots went 5-11, and and Bill Belichick was coaching that team. A year later, he has Brady as the starter. They won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, be so Belichick's a, obviously a great football mind, but when you've got the luxury of having Tom Brady as the quarterback for 17 years, right. you can make a whole hell of a lot of other smart decisions around him. Brady's taking pay cuts, so you can make smart financial decisions around him. That's why the <laughs> Patriots <cuts>. have success. <laughs> That's why they have marks. great success. It's because Brady is just the, the stability. He's, he's what's holding the house up.
All right, without Brady, the whole he's, house could come crumbling. He's the now. foundation of this dynasty. He, he, Absolutely, he, built, he is. He built Gillette Stadium from hand. The house that Brady he, built. He <laughs> built it with his bare hands and brawn <laughs> and the trees from outside. 603-883-9900. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. Don't go anywhere. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. This may sound like a typical high school basketball game being played on a Friday night in New Hampshire. In fact, it's a crash course in cooperation and teamwork. It's a test of dedication, determination, and drive. It's character development in action. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think about this. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students who participate in school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. At the same time, playing sports helps teach lessons not covered in the classroom. Lessons like tolerance, respect for the rules, and the importance of supporting your community. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the New Hampshire Interscholastic Athletic Association and the New Hampshire Athletic Directors Association. Sergeant R.J. Anderson's dream was to take to the skies. I've always wanted to be a soldier, but my ultimate goal was to be a pilot. I think I was meant to, to fly. I had just applied to be a part of the 160th SOAR Regiment, and I was going to airborne school that next Monday. So I decided to go on a motorcycle ride with my buddies. We were going through a turn, and that's all I remember. That's the day everything changed. I was told by the doctor that I would never walk again. Thanks to Paralyzed Veterans of America, competing in adaptive sports lit my fire again. They help you transition for the rest of your life to that individual that you want to be. Sports like hand cycling really pushes you to, to find who you are in that redefining moment after injury. With PVA Sports, I've, I've found my freedom. Now when I think about my future, the possibilities are endless. For more information, visit pva.org, a public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. Paralyzed Veterans of America, National Service Officers. We've got an entire generation of men and women who have seen war. They're going to need voices. They're going to need advocates. Paralyzed Veterans of America is here to help. We're going to make sure that the Veterans Affairs gives them everything that they're entitled to. Get all the health care they need. Making a person's house adaptable for them to go back home and live. Education benefits. And we also focus on getting them a job. And if something happens to the veteran, then, you know, we're the spouse's advocate. We help our veterans for free. The way that Paralyzed Veterans of America does that is through their national service officers that are located throughout the United States. Our work is important because people depend on us. And they know when they come to Paralyzed Veterans of America, they're going to get the right answer and they know that we are there for them 24-7, because we are. Changing lives, building futures. That's Paralyzed Veterans of America. To learn more, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Patriots will meet the Atlanta Falcons in Super Bowl 51 tomorrow evening. The Falcons may be without their Pro Bowl center, Alex Mack, who was a limited participant in practice all week. He and Julio Jones were removed from the injury report, though. Dwight Freeney did not practice Thursday, though he's expected to be ready to go. For the Patriots, several players are questionable, but expected to play. Martellus Bennett, Chris Hogan, Malcolm Mitchell, Nate Ebner, Dante Hightower, and Alan Branch among those on the injury report. 
For New England, it will be an NFL franchise record-setting ninth appearance in the big game. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick will be going for their fifth Super Bowl rings. Kickoff from NRG Stadium in Houston tomorrow is at 6.30. You can catch the game on Fox. The Celtics topped the Lakers last night, 113-107. Isaiah Thomas continues his hot streak after being voted the Eastern Conference's Player of the Month of January. He had a game-high 38 points in the victory. The Green will take on the Clippers tomorrow at the Garden. Tip-off is at 2 o'clock. And the Bruins will look to bounce back after a loss to Washington on Wednesday night. They take on the Maple Leafs tonight. Face-off from TD Garden is at 7. This Sports Center update is brought to you by Nashua Wallpaper. Stop in at 129 West Pearl Street or visit NashuaPaint.com. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. I didn't, you know, have any, you know, I didn't alter the ball in any way. I had no knowledge of the various steps involved in the game balls and the process that happened between when they were prepared and went to the officials and went to the game. I have a process that I go through uh, before every game where I go in and I pick the balls that, uh, the footballs that I want to use for the game. Our equipment guys do a great job of breaking the balls in. You know, they have the process that they go through. When I pick those footballs out, you know, to me, they're perfect. I think we all know that quarterbacks, kickers, specialists have certain preferences on footballs. They know a lot more about it than I do. They're a lot more sensitive to it than I am. The Wells report released assigning responsibility to two members of the Patriots staff and knowledge, more likely than not on the part of Tom Brady, of the deflation of footballs. Why would a team so good and feel the need to do something like this? Hey, John, uh, let me just ask you point blank. I mean, sure. did Tom Brady have any knowledge of these balls being deflated? No. The independent report concludes it was more probable than not that Brady was at least generally aware that team personnel were deflating footballs. This has raised a lot of uncomfortable conversations for people around this country who view you as their idol. Is Tom Brady a I don't believe so. So you're saying he's completely innocent? In my opinion, yes. Tom sucks. I'm going to make that next ball a balloon. Trying to focus on the report and how it was written. Uh, the fact that it really truly was not an independent investigation. All of this, you know, discussion somewhere that people at the league office wanted to put some type of, you know, hit on the most popular, iconic player in the league, the real face of the league. It just doesn't make any sense. It's really a, a ridiculous allegation. Punishment for Deflategate is in, and Tom Brady Jeez. will be suspended for the first four games of the next NFL season. Um, to me, those balls are perfect. Cheating. Everyone's obviously trying to figure out what happened. Is the flakegate finally over Harper or is it heading to the Supreme Court? Uh, let's hope it's over. The Supreme Court's got to have something better to do than preside over a deflategate, doesn't it? Maybe Tom Brady's so classy and yeah. such a gentleman. I mean, come on, Brady, just take the suspension. You know, you, you've taken it as far as you can. It's a ridiculous smear campaign. Four games is a lot. It's way too much for what this is. The whole thing is ridiculous. We haven't done anything to, to address this crisis in domestic violence in the NFL, but the football better not be 8% lighter. Topping our news at 1 o'clock, it is breaking news from the world of sports. So we are finding out that Deflategate may finally be over. It's over! 
It's over! He did it! He did it! Uh, did we win? Uh, no, not quite yet, buddy. Tom Brady was denied, and he is not going to take this to the Supreme Court. Therefore, he will serve a four-game suspension. It's done. Yes, Mr. Frodo. It's over now. I was on my way to you, and I was worried. I was all torn up and nervous, cause I knew that you'd be gone. I knocked and crossed my fingers while I waited. And I couldn't hold the teardrops when I walked away alone. It's all over, it's all over. My well, not, not quite. It's not all over yet. It's so close. It's not, it's not over yet. Deflategate is not over. The saga Redemption is, is nearly high. over. If the, Patriots, if the Patriots win tomorrow night, then it'll be over. Then we can move past it. Then Roger Goodell and Kraft can hug Are you saying up. if they lose, we can't put the kibosh on this? No, if they lose, I'm still going to hold it against Goodell because, you know. Sheesh. Why? No, I'm just going to keep it going. Why? You just want to bury it, don't you? If they win or lose, I think that the it's point buried. was proven, yeah. wasn't it? They made yeah, it back yeah. to a Super Bowl. They, they already yeah. Tom Brady had his they already, a sham. They already won a Super Bowl with fully inflated footballs. Now they're back two years later. I think the point's been proven. And Tom Brady had one of his best statistical uh, years. Oh, and now yes. it won't be satisfying for Patriots fans until Roger Goodell has to hand over the Lombardi trophy and then Tom Brady punches him in the jaw. <laughs> well, Tom I Brady won't get it. Nothing short of that will be satisfying to. Crash would fans. the trophy first. It will Your be insatiable over. want for Goodell. <laughs> it will, it will be you want to have spit a in finger his face. right in his face. You want to spit in his face. It will be over. Which if, is gross. Unless there's a report that comes out to say that Tom Blake. Brady deflated his football. Of course. Again. And, and, leave it, and look, leave it to Shanks. God, no. Leave it to Shanks. No. Dan Shaughnessy Can you imagine? asked Roger Goodell a question at his Super Bowl 51 press conference, of course just prolonging the Deflategate just saga. Trolling. And Goodell did what he does best. He danced around it. Uh, Roger, Dan Shaughnessy of the Boston Globe. Uh, Tom Brady Sr. was highly critical and personally insulting toward you last week. You've not been in Foxborough in the two years since the Deflategate investigation. That's an expl your explanation strains all credibility uh, that you needed to be in Atlanta two weeks in a row. There's, it appears that you're avoiding Foxborough. The Patriots are here in this game. Uh, back home where I live, it feels like there's still a war between the Patriots, their fans, and you. How would you characterize the situation, and is it not awkward? Uh, I would tell you that it's not awkward at all for me. Uh, we have a job to do. We do our job, as I said, there was a violation. We applied a process and discipline, and we came to a conclusion that was supported by the facts and by the courts. So from our standpoint, we understand when fans uh, who are loyal and passionate for a team uh, object and don't like the outcome. I totally understand that. That's not an issue for me. Um, and I was in Boston uh, two seasons ago for two consecutive playoff games, the same way I was in Atlanta this year. So that happens. Uh, so, from our standpoint, this is just about making sure we take care of business and do it the way that is right to uphold the integrity of our teams and our rules for all 32 teams. 
Okay, so a whole lot of nothing, as usual. Oh my gosh. It, it's like, he like, didn't even answer the damn question. He, he falls into default mode, you know? Like, hey, Dan Shaughnessy gets up and he says to him, uh, Tom Brady's father thinks you suck. Uh, nothing you say is believable. And on top of that, the people in New England want to know what the hell is going on here. Why haven't you come to Gillette Stadium? Isn't it a little bit awkward? And well, we have a job to do, and uh, we want to uphold the integrity of the game. And, well, the courts, the courts, they also supported our findings. We have a process. We have a job integrity. Absolutely. I just, yeah. I don't know what you're waiting for. You just stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, guys. Uh, Brady Sr. was highly critical and personally insulting toward you last week. I just love the he way he says insulting. that Tom Brady Sr. was personally insulting towards you. It's just yeah. Dan Tom Brady's dad thinks you suck, by the way, <laughs> just so you know, just to lead off with that. Yeah, and he so, does, and he, again, it's, I'm just saying, that's his default mode. He literally becomes Goodellbot from South Park and goes into, well, we have a job to do. We, we got to protect the integrity of the I'm game. I'm sorry, I'm allergic we got to thir- We got 32 owners on this league, not just one. Uh, I know that the... People in New England really want to know what's going on, but screw them, honestly. I, I, I think Dan Shaughnessy likes to just boil the pot. Um, oh, totally. Of course. He is a poop star. It, it's, it's a great <laughs> idea, though, though, because, you know, it, it throws it out there to say, Goodell, like, you know, this isn't over, okay? You're, you're still an, an idiot, a moron, um, a, a, a hypocrite, a guy that doesn't want to show up. You're just a talking head at this point. Yeah, but, I mean, you, you're talking about two of the biggest games last week, all right? And he only goes to what? Atlanta? Right? Did he even go to Atlanta? He went to Atlanta, he went twice. To Atlanta twice. Yeah, back he, to back he weeks. Didn't show up uh, he said, uh, and that happens. That and so there's happens. absolutely bitterness here. It, and he I, said I that he'd, he'd come back to Foxborough if he was invited, which I think is BS. He's not coming back anytime soon. He already, no. uh, he well, already he doesn't have to be invited either. He can right. show up whenever he wants. Yeah. Exactly. And and if they lose tomorrow, if the Patriots lose, he's not getting an invite anytime soon. If they win, Kraft is going to be like, oh, yeah, show up opening day. We'd love to have you there oh, which will be a trophy ceremony. Well, and he should. That's when you got to get it over with. If yeah. you're Goodell, you got to get it over with if the Patriots win because you're the commissioner. He always goes to those uh, banner games at the beginning of the season for the team that just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. He always goes. You know, and he's – and I know in the Coward interview he said – I'm gonna. I'm going to be thrilled. He's an extraordinary player, great performer, and surefire Hall of Famer. So it would be an honor. I, I, you know, he's just a BS artist. He's just trying to feed you what you want to hear so that you stop asking him those difficult questions. Well, I'm sorry. And, I'm allergic to bull. Thank and, you, Will Smith. And <laughs> if Roger Goodell was smart, okay, and which he's not. Um, he, he's pretty smart. No, he's, he's a no, he's, dope. he's just a business guy. Okay, there's a difference between being smart and being he got a business slaughtered guy. on Wednesday. By the way, by that, by the media. But if I was Roger Goodell, I would have said remove Shaughnessy from this. Like, get him out of this room. <laughs> take him take out. his media credential. You know what it was? He already did it to the bar stool, guys. Yeah. You know, you know what it was though. He's like, all right, Shaughnessy's right. Like Shaughnessy said the correct. He yes. said facts. And he had nothing to back up, so he was just well, like default mode. Let me do yeah. a little we're, dance. We had a Umbridge job. Senior was personally insulting towards yeah. you. That was my favorite part of that. Not to mention, he failed in a ton <laughs> of questions about San Diego's relocation, about commercial breaks. He just got crushed at that, at that <laughs> meeting. Honestly, <laughs> you expect and this, anything else? This was ju- uh, that was probably the least of it because uh, he got crushed by the national media on Wednesday. Yeah, he did. And Dude's a dope. Well deserved. All right, wrapping up hour number two here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire. Don't go anywhere.
Do you really floss after you brush? If you don't, you're not alone. I'm Risa Jill Miller. According to a new Harris poll for the